Hello friends, Tomo here, and it's uh, back with me on the Granite Zero podcast, back in the Shedio, after my trip to Hereford, which I'll be talking about in this uh, upcoming podcast. But what I want to do is shout out my normal shout outs to friends of the podcast, to veteran causes and veteran companies. And what I like to do is I like to start my day, whether I'm at work, whether I'm at home, with um, a nice cup of coffee. And what better than to drink coffee that's a veteran-owned company. And for me, at this moment in time, that is 50 Cal Coffee. They've been very kind to the podcast and a brilliant company. Not only is the coffee just second to none, it's a brilliant blend and just get amongst that. It's delicious. And what also I like to do is I like to work out. As you guys know, I am part of a company called Progression Fitness which um, specialises in outdoor military-style boot camps. So check out Progression Fitness. And while you're working out, don't forget, you need to refuel. You need to fuel up, ready for your workouts. So what better than to go to somewhere like Combat Fuel? Now, Combat Fuel is a veteran-owned company, again, But not only that, they give percentages of their profits to help for heroes. So if you want to increase your deadlift, if you want to smash out the bench press, and you want to gain size, lose weight, just be an overall alley bastard, then use Combat Fuel. I personally use Combat Fuel's protein, in the banana flavour, and it tastes exactly like a banana milkshake, and it's delicious. But if you're like, oh, Tom, oh, I could really do with some sort of discount. I can't quite afford it. How's 15% sound? Yeah? So go for it. 15% off. Type in the promo code WARRIOR15 at checkout, and boom, 15% off. Some friends of mine that I served alongside on 15 Squadron. I'm wearing one of their t-shirts right now. Very good friend of mine, Keith Reeves, part of the CQB apparel. What he does is he produces top quality fitness gear, t-shirts, hoodies, hats, you know, the lot. He also produces some of the toughest workouts you'll ever do. So get amongst them. I'm telling you now, brilliant. And if you want to go alongside them, go alongside another RAF regiment run company, Modern Warrior. Now I've got a giant flag up in the Shedio, sporting these boys' colours. I've got a t-shirt on the way. Fantastic company. So get amongst them as well. But without further ado, though, I think it's about time that I started talking a bit more. What I would love to do is have some alcohol, though. I know it's early in the morning, but sometimes you need it. And this October, coming this October, Rifle Oil Liquor Company are going to produce some fantastic gin, rum and vodka. And I, for one, cannot wait to try it. Veteran-owned 
companies, serving members, all these guys, you know, fought for your freedoms. Check them all out. Help them out. Buy their products. Spread the word. Without, without further ado, it's time for me to start the Granite Zero podcast. Hello, Charlie, Charlie One, this is Granite Zero. And welcome back, troops, to the Shedio with Tomo on the Granite Zero podcast. And it's good to be back home. You know, I've just spent a good couple of days out in Hereford with my big brother and my family. You know, it started off, I met up with the old man in the pub. Had a few drinks, saw the saw the uh, Hereford Cowboy, which we spoke about briefly on the last podcast. I met up with a close friend of mine, Ari the Kid Fowler. Had a few beers with him and literally couldn't stop laughing for like the two, three hours that I was with him. Literally in stitches, just talking about old times, you know, times in the gym, times out on the piss, you know, all that sort of stuff. It was brilliant. And obviously spending time with my big brother. And my big brother is my best mate. And he has always been supportive of me and he's always been, you know, there for me whenever I need it. Even if I'm in the wrong, he's always given me the guidance, the advice to get through stuff. And the same goes with what is going on with me at the minute, you know. Not saying that I'm, you know completely broken but obviously I've had, I've had my issues which is the reason why I started this podcast and just recently <clears throat> we briefly touched on it in the um in the last episode um and if I'm honest I can't really remember much of what we talked about because we literally talked for 160 minutes you know and then we had to cut it down to 90 so we apologize if the podcast just cuts off <laughs> Um, what we've now learned is that I need to, if I'm doing those sort of podcasts with Darren or a guest or something like that, to do it as a, um, a basically a voice note so that I can cut it, post it as two parts so that we don't miss or lose anything we said. Because we said loads in the last um, however many minutes it was that we've lost. Um, but it is what it is. And... Um, yeah, it's just been um, a bit of a roller coaster for me. I sort of touched on it last time. You know, I've had some top quality feedback from those that are supporting me and have supported me for a long time. Um, and for me, having companies like HR4K um, share some posts, like some posts. And the, and the same with the likes of the, um, the Bulldog Network and Modern Warrior, CQB, Combat Fuel, 50 Cal Coffee. You know, all these companies that I, I talk about, the serving members, their veterans, you know, we're all one big team. I know previously when you're serving, you have that banter, you know, I get a lot of shit from... 
others because I served in the RAF regiment and there's that stigma behind the RAF regiment that we don't do anything. Good banter. Cheers for that. Oh, you did the five mile of death. Woohoo. Yeah, we did. And it was fucking hard. It wasn't just a five mile of death. It was a fucking two day fucking battle. Live firing range in Otterburn, going up the mountains. Anyway, that's another story. What I'm trying to say is you've still got that common bond. Whether you've got the um, inter-service banter, you've got, you know, the army hate the the Air Force Regiment because we're infantry and we give members to Special Forces Support Group, which they don't like because then we're alongside the paras and the marines. They hate it. Um, so the army hate us because we're infantry, but we're not army. So they hate us. The Air Force hate us because we're a bunch of fucking wrong-ins that are pretty much the army, but not allowed in the army. You know what I mean? So we're different to the Air for the Blue Air Force, and we're not the army. So we're hated on all fronts. <laughs> so, of course, the banter's gonna going to sway. But what I'm trying to get at is it doesn't matter where you served, who you served with, you've still got that common that common bond where you did serve, you know? And it doesn't matter that the likes of myself didn't get shot at daily, didn't get blown up or anything like that. That doesn't mean that you don't suffer from other forms of mental illness. That's what I'm trying to get at, you know? For me, and I've mentioned it before, but I just want to reiterate it because I've had a, a, a good week and I've had a good, strong, positive feedback from from members of the military, which I'll get to in a second. But for me, my depression stems from a lot of things, you know. And at first, you know, I, I called it as PTSD, which <laughs> I'm going to say it now, my therapist yeah, that's right. I went to therapy, uh, said that it is to do with that, as well as the depression and the anxiety that comes along with that. So if my doctor, my therapist and that have said that I've got it, then I've got it, you know. Um, but what I'm trying to do is battle through it because that's what we do. You know, it's easy and dangerous in the same breath, right, to be strong and silent, which is what I did for years, you know. Things would bother me no end, you know. I was very snappy. I was very angry all the time. My moods would change really quickly. I'd be down and depressed. I'd be anxious about going outside. I'd be anxious about doing anything with the family. I'd be all that, you know. And it stems from so many different things. And I mentioned it back way in episode one. You know, when you're 20 years old and you sign up, and then by the age of 21, 22, you're off on, on tour to Iraq. You go to a war zone. Yeah, we were closing it down, but that's still a war zone. I've still got to get out and check for IDs and check for mines and check for this and that and this and that. And then you get your first rocket attack and... Each day you step outside, you could get blown up, you could get shot at, you could die. That's a lot to take on in such a young mind that's still developing and is still an adolescent, really. 
And during my time, I dealt with that, obviously, because it was a, a day in and day out occurrence. I learned to deal with it. I learned to build it up. I learned to store it away and, and hide it. That's what I did. And it wasn't until I left the Air Force was when it really then started to fester and come to the forefront and start really starting to get to me, you know. I went through, I'm now in my fifth job, I think. So, Wade Rose, Loomis, technically Loomis twice, surveillance. Yeah, and now I'm um, security uh, in uh, security where I am. Pardon me. So, I'm not settling. That's, that was the thing. I never had, I, I wasn't settling. I didn't have that camaraderie. I didn't have that team bond. I didn't have any of that. And I didn't have an outlet. Yeah, I like to write things down. I like to write poems every now and then. You can call me gay, whatever. I like to write things down that are on my mind. And I, while I was on tour, I did that. I put it in journals. But I stopped doing that. I stopped finding the creative side of myself. I stopped doing any of this. And it wasn't until I was sat, I was talking to Darren, we sort of mentioned it. I was talking to a friend of mine and I was trying to release something, you know, and I was talking to Kate and I was like, I think I might do a podcast. And she was like, that might bite you in the ass. Previously, there were some videos made about me taking the piss because I did that 22 press up challenge. Um, or 21 press-up challenge, whatever it may be, um, about how, and then it and and it stemmed from there. You know, I had a lot of bad bad feedback. Some videos went round about me and another um, another gunner, and it it was just not on really. Um, but yeah, um, I, I digress. So what I did was I I created the Granite Zero podcast, and. For me, Granite Zero comes from lots of different avenues. So not only is Granite Zero one of the proudest things that I've done to date, which is my podcast, which is on the up, I think. I feel it's on the up. Um, and Granite Zero was also one of my proudest past memories. When I served on 15 Squadron in Bastion, I was the lead signaller and I dealt with every single major incident that happened to the squadron. And I was Granite Zero. But on the flip side of that as well, Granite Zero. Granite is a rock. Zero is at the bottom. So Granite Zero is rock bottom, which is where I, where I found myself. I found myself so down and depressed that... I was sat on the kitchen floor, and I've mentioned this in, in previous podcasts, with my daughter coming over to me to make sure I was okay. I was in floods of tears, and I don't want my eight-year-old seeing me like that. I'm supposed to be daddy. I'm supposed to be the strong one. I'm supposed to be this. you know. But it got to me that much that I could no longer keep it in. And it was starting to affect everything. It was starting to affect my home life, my work life, my personal life. Everything. Now and then I still have my wobbles. You know, the pills are starting to take take shape, keeping me balanced. The fact that this podcast is now reaching out and people are listening to it and hearing that it's okay to... 
It's okay to not be okay, and it's better to talk. It is, 100%. I find myself talking about it more now than I ever done. And yeah, it's starting to balance me out. Of course it is. Because it's okay. I've seen some things, I've done some things that most people haven't done. And it's okay to be down. It's okay. Everybody gets down. Everybody has down days. Of course they do. It's when they start taking over your life that that is the problem. Talk to someone. Talk to a friend. Talk to your family. Talk to a stranger. Go online. But what you don't need to do, and I'm going to reiterate this because I have a feeling I'm going to get some backlash at some point. Is start being an internet troll or a keyboard warrior or anything like that where you attack the person who's got these problems because you're just going to make it worse. When I was attacked by members of my old squadron that I thought were friends, you know, that really put me into a dark place. Really did. And I almost stopped the podcast. Thank fuck I didn't. We're going from strength to strength here and... I've now got my big brother on board. He's going to start producing certain episodes. Um, if not, try and get amongst it properly where we can get proper video calls on and we can record them and upload them to not only Podbean and iTunes, but also YouTube so you can see the interactions that I have. And this comes on to another step, which I briefly talked about. So not only... Have I, you know, had an increase in followers, members? Not many, because, you know, not everybody looks out for these sorts of things, which is fine. I'm not asking for that. That's not why I started the podcast. I didn't start the podcast to become famous, and I didn't start the podcast for everyone to like me, you know, because I'm not everyone's cup of tea. I understand that. And... I didn't start it for that reason. I started it because I wanted to talk. And I wanted to have the support of veterans and serving members. And I also wanted them to realise that it's okay to not be alright. That's what I wanted. Because I know there's a lot of members out there that are serving, whether it's in the armed forces, the fire department, the police, whatever. That think they have to be strong and keep it all in. But that's not the case. You don't have to be strong to keep it in. It's stronger to talk about it. Be vulnerable at times. It doesn't make you weak. It doesn't make you less of a man because you can talk about your feelings. If anything, it makes you stronger as a person and as a father, as a brother, as a son, whatever. Show that you are vulnerable. It doesn't mean that you're not a strong, capable human being. Some of the strongest people out there have got some sort of mental illness, whether it's depression, anxiety, OCD, whatever. Tyson Fury is a huge example of that. Someone that big, that strong, that was on top of the world, wanted to kill himself. He didn't. He fought back. He talked about it. And now he's a fucking brilliant ambassador for the um, mental health awareness. 
what I'm trying to say is we need to stop stigmatizing people with some sort of mental illness. Just because you can't see it doesn't mean it's not there. Just because you can't see me crying on the floor or excluding myself away in, in the work vehicle just so I can cry to myself. Just because you can't see me doing that, just because when you see me, I'm all smiles, I'm all happy, doesn't mean that I'm fucking not broken inside a little bit. That's what I'm trying to get at. Some of the most extroverted people you'll see with the massive smiles on their face, the, the life of the party, are dying inside because they're not talking about it. So let's talk about it. DM me. Talk to me about it. I know exactly what you're going through. You could be a power out, you could be a marine, you could be a rifles, you could be a fusilier, you could be a marine. I said marine, but you could be in the navy, you could be in the air force, you could be any of those. You could be a policeman, a fireman, whatever. You may have seen things and done things more than I have. It doesn't mean that we're not both in the same boat with the same sort of mental disruption in your brain that unbalances you to make you feel like you're less than 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 you are than you than you think you know and like i said right the podcast is 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 my outlet to speak i don't always talk about this sort of stuff that i'm talking about now because that's not always on the agenda sometimes i'm having a brilliant fucking week which i do and I'll be talking about the football, I'll be talking about the UFC, I'll be talking about boxing, I'll be talking about this, that and the other. Current events, all that sort of stuff. Which I will do in, in, in a few minutes. It's not. I will be doing that. But I just wanted to get that out there. That sometimes I just need this outlet just to talk. And I'm so happy at the minute because of the roller coaster ride that I've been on since I started this from episode one. Where I got some terrible feedback from from brothers, inverted commas. To the point now, and I mentioned it on the last podcast, but like I said, I was a bit drunk on the last podcast. It's a roller coaster. So brothers giving me giving me terrible feedback, giving me one star reviews on in, on iTunes, giving me annoying little stupid comments like I'm a Walter Mitty. Fuck you guys for a start. Um, to the point now that I'm getting messages, yeah? First of all, from the RAF regiment as a whole. Their Instagram. They they put the time to talk photo up, which took off tenfold. It was amazing to see. And it was... I was so proud that the feedback that I got from that. And... Not only did that happen, but then 15 Squadron did it. And I was a proud member, proud serving member of 15 Squadron. So not only have my two loves, 15 Squadron and the RAF Regiment, are now sort of doing something for me by helping me spread the word of the podcast. And not only of the podcast, but the Time to Talk campaign. But also the Air, an Air Commodore then did the same thing. 
And he was the he's the commander of uh, the force protection wing. And I was like, Jesus. But then that and the chief of staff. The chief of staff's senior advisor. Who helped start the uh, the campaign. Has also retweeted and commented to me and all sorts of things like that all about the journey of the podcast the time to talk campaign and all, and all that sort of things you know it, it's been so crazy for me this whole few weeks since it, it blew up the, the the podcast itself you know and having Glenn Horton retweet I know it was only a, a picture of me with the time to talk campaign on there but when you put that into perspective of who has been retweeted by by um, Glenn Horton Prince Harry Tom Hardy you know it's like Jesus And it's been such a roller coaster. And now I get a DM on um, on Twitter from uh, the warrant officer on 15 Squadron. And I was blown away by it, you know. So I had this, this DM from the warrant officer. And it was uh, uh, Del Martin. Shout out to warrant officer Del Martin. Thank you very much, sir, for um, messaging me. But they're out in Sennybridge at the minute, and he's asked me if I would be willing to come to the squadron and speak about mental health and how to help deal with the issues that you have with mental health. And there's a few mental issues going on within the squadron and wider in the core, you know. And I would be honoured to go and speak to him. So I've come from having shit from brothers I served with to now having the senior soldier on on 15 squadron asking me to come and speak to his squadron it's madness but I honestly cannot wait to do to do that I cannot wait to do that it's one of the things that I've wanted to do and that is to be part of of the of of this mental health sort of awareness you know it's still stigmatized to this day it is people are afraid to talk to you people don't want to mention it mention it fucking send me a text how you doing today mate yeah i'm all right cheers thanks for asking boom made my day but what has also come to the forefront as well i had a, a message from a raf photographer let me just get his um Instagram up for you so we can um, properly shout him out properly. Uh, 223 dot photography. And it's uh, an airman by the name of Matty Matthews. So he's a photographer, aviation geek. And uh, what he does is he's, he's a photographer for the Air Force. And he messaged me um, basically. 
to do a mini documentary on the RAF's media channels. It's only going to be about five minutes. He's going to come down to um, the Shedio and have a chat with me, you know. And... It's just madness that it's come from me trying to get the words out there that it's okay to talk, it's time to talk, all that sort of thing, to now having a mini documentary, which should be happening around uh, November time, you know, and like I said, I'm not doing it to be famous, I'm not doing it for any sort of self-gain other than to get myself back to being myself. And that and that's the idea of it. That is the idea of it. And it's all coming so quickly. And I just want to get it out there. I'm not asking for a million followers. I'm not asking for a million listeners. It'd be lovely to have a million listeners and a million followers just so that I know that the word is getting out there. But even if I'm just helping one two, three, four listeners. Even if it reaches out a little bit and people are like, oh, thanks for that, mate. I really listened and listening to your podcast has helped me understand that I'm okay to to have these feelings. And and that's the, that's the, that's, that's what I'm after. That's what I want to do. And yeah, at the minute, it's me sat in a shed that I've turned to my little shedio talking to myself. But it's helped me tenfold. It really has. Really, really has. And what else helped was um, going to visit my family. Like I said, I was going to do it. And I did. I left uh, Kate and the girls at home and I took a trip on the train, which cost fucking shitloads, by the way. Like 83 quid. Um, yeah, I took the train up to Hereford, met my old man in the pub, met the cowboy, had a few beers that day, went and saw um, my big brother, who cooked me some dinner, lovely dinner by the way, my brother is a top, top chef, he is, really is, um, and, oh God, he's annoying because he's good at everything, but yeah, the next day, we, I, I, we mentioned it, we went up Penny Fan. Uh, it took us a while uh, to leave in the morning. I wanted to leave a bit earlier, but like I said in the last podcast, Darren's admin is so far up his ass. He's very good at getting notes for a podcast, but make sure you get your boots ready when I've given you two weeks advance. You know, prep to move in two weeks. So prep to move, motherfucker. Um, yeah, it's not a dirty word, Darren. Admin is not a dirty word. But yeah, we went up the we went up Penny Farm. We went off a bit quick, but it was needed. The air was fresh. You know, it was windy as shit. But you know, Darren lost his hat. Um, but it was something that I loved doing. And like we said in the last one, we're going to try and do it autumn, winter, spring, and summer. It was so nice just to be outdoors doing something and it makes you so much more clearer in the mind it really does and because we're doing something physical we're doing something challenging it also makes you feel better it's got a helicopter flying over it's annoying so annoying um 
but it was it was lovely just to get out in the fresh outdoors having a good chat taking a dog for a walk you know it was just beautiful came home had a nice sauna relaxed and did the epic podcast it probably made no sense to anyone because it was like 90 minutes of us going off on tangents It was good though, you know. It just took me back down to earth a little bit. It really made me happy. It really made me smile. Just to be around people that I haven't been around for so long. My brother, I haven't seen him since we went on holiday. Um, the kid Harry, I haven't seen him in maybe two years. But it's like you you meet up and it's back to normal, you know. He listens to the podcast, which is good. So shout out to you kid you know unfortunately i didn't go get to go to the beefy boys but didn't have time but i wanted one so shout out to the boys you know send me something <laughs> hey burr send send it hey dan S- send it i don't even know if you listen dan but you know send me some stuff man um, but it's just been a good week, you know. I've come home now, and it's good to see the girls were so excited to get me home, which put a smile on my face. Of course, it did, you know. They're always a handful, but you know, they helped me out yesterday. I took a lovely session of progression fitness, so they helped out. They were running around like little lunatics. Um, and came home, watched a movie, had a glass of wine. It was just nice. It was relaxing. Jess then decided to sleepwalk and scare the shit out of me at fucking, like, one o'clock in the morning. I literally jumped out of my skin. It's just been nice, a nice relaxing couple of weeks. And now back to work tomorrow. Joys. Nah, it's all good, it's all good. So plans for the rest of the day, I'm taking the uh, kids swimming in a minute. They're getting really into that at the moment, which is nice. Trying to get them better at it. Good, good, good. Anyway, into a bit of sports, I reckon. And the only the only real sports thing I want to talk about is the UFC. And... The only thing I want to talk about in the UFC is Jack Shaw. Jack the Tank Shaw. And the reason why I want to talk about him is because we mentioned him in the last pro- uh, podcast. Uh, Darren was wearing his um, his shirt, the Jack Shaw's on fire shirt. And the reason why we talked about it so much is Darren's known him for a number of years now. He's known him. Darren helped get his sponsorship through the Beefy Boys Um they used to chat a lot and all that sort of thing. So he's a close friend to Darren's and he's just been signed from Cage Warriors into the UFC and he was making his UFC debut last night. And Jack is a, f- a fantastic mis- mixed martial artist. And I mean that. His jiu-jitsu is up there. I believe I spoke about him before on the podcast, but his jiu-jitsu is up there. He's striking, he's a, he's a clean boxer, he's, he's a, a top quality kickboxer as well. He's just got all the tools. And at 135, I can see him really going to the next level. And spoiler alert, last night, he won by submission in the uh, third round. So, 
There's no stopping him. He is up and coming, he's undefeated, and he's just getting better and better every time he fights. I'd love to get him on the podcast, but who knows, that may happen with the, with the connections. I'd love for him to give us a shout out about about the uh the podcast, getting the the um blue tick to get more people to um talk about it. But that's just using powers in in other ways that probably shouldn't. But anyway, I just wanted to give him a huge shout out, you know. Jack Shaw, you are still on fire, my boy. Top quality. Keep it going. You've got the you've got the respect and the following of all the Granite Zero listeners, which might be about four people now. But in all fairness, smashing it, mate. And the fact that you got a uh, fight uh, fight performance bonus, treat yourself to that fifty k, mate. Get amongst that. Put it in your pocket. Keep it forever. Yeah. Um, any other sports, you know, the football, you know, I'm just going to talk a little bit about the football, just because VAR seems to be taking the piss, you know, giving offsides that wouldn't be caught up. What's the point in that? When you've got two linesmen, just let the linesmen do the job. That's what, it's fucking, I don't want to, I don't want to go on a rant. I ain't got time. <laughs> I ain't got time to rant about it because I've got to take the girls swimming. Um... And yeah, it's just... <sighs> Rugby, mate. So England have done all right. Good start. Good start. Uh, beating USA and beating um, Tonga. Good start. But what a shock, mate. What a shock. So me and my mum were talking about um, Ireland looking good. They always have that sort of run where they're, they're looking like they could be world beaters and then got beat by Japan. <laughs> you shouldn't laugh because Japan are actually not a bad side. But a side that is as, you know, as well thought of as the Irish, you know, losing to Japan is kind of a kick in the teeth, isn't it? So there's that, you know. I think it's going to be a bit of a shock this World Cup. Couldn't call it. Couldn't call who's going to win it. Hopefully it's England. But couldn't call it. Yeah. Should we have a quick look? I'm going to scroll through Twitter quickly. See if there's anything that tickles me, tickles me ball bag in current events. Because it's almost time to close up the podcast. Let's have a little look. Uh, there's a hurricane heading towards the UK and Ireland. Shit. Hurricane Lorenzo. Who named that? Hopefully. You know. Oh, that's sad. Snoop Dogg's grandson died at the age of 10. That's sad. That's really... Oh, that's bummed me out a little bit. Sorry. Sorry, Snoop. Um... There's a lot of stuff going on about um, about the boxing, uh, which I didn't see. I don't even know the result, so I can't really talk about that. Come on, what's trending? Oh, Australia are playing Wales at the minute, so 
You have no idea who's winning that. News. Uh... Nah, there's not a lot going on here. Not a lot going on in the world. Well, there is. There's loads going on in the world, but I'm just too lazy to figure it out. Um, but, yeah, I think it's about time that I close this up. It's been 40 minutes of me talking, and I, f I believe I've got to the point where that was a that was a decent chat about about the reason why I started um, Granite Zero. It's only taken me 28 episodes. <laughs> I have talked about it before, but you know what I'm saying. But, anyway... So, thanks to everybody that's supporting the podcast. Those of you that I give shout-outs to that, you know, are veteran causes and all that sort of thing. Thanks again for just being what, you're, being what you are and doing what you're doing. You're doing a fabulous job and you're creating products that are decent and it's good to support those that have served. So thank you guys for that. I shouted you guys out at the beginning, so, you know, don't need to do it again, do we? Um, yeah, and uh, just a thank you to those of you that are still serving, um, and for those of you within the police department, NHS staff, and, and of course, the, um, the fire department. Anybody that's in, in sectors like that, you, you deserve much more than what you get. Nurses, paramedics, doctors, servicemen and women, police officers, fire officers, firefighters, whatever you want to call them. All of you. You all deserve much more than what you get. But anyway, this has been a fucking decent podcast, I believe. And it's time for me to, um, to stop talking, really. <laughs> I could talk for hours, as you guys know. Right. As they say in the regiment, no troops. Paradua, yeah? Through adversity. I'm Tomo, and I'm out. Hello, Charlie Charlie One. This is Granite Zero.